From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the U.S. and the EU slap massive sanctions on Russia amid the war in Ukraine, while South Korea's top diplomat expresses concerns over the increasing military cooperation between Pyongyang and Moscow. As trainee doctors resign in protest of the government's planned medical admission quota hike, the government takes response measures including expanding telemedicine services. Paranormal thriller Exuma becomes the fastest in the nation to break the one million mark in ticket sales this year. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Daniel Chen. The United States and the European Union have announced new sanctions against Russia for its invasion of Ukraine and the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. A South Korean company was also put on the U.S. trade restrictions list for obtaining American products for Russia's eventual use. Kim bom Su has more. We can't walk away now. And that's what Putin is betting on. The U.S. government on Friday unleashed over 500 sanctions against Russia. Speaking at the White House on the eve of the second anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, U.S. President Joe Biden said, we can't walk away now. That's why I'm announcing more than 500 new sanctions. In response to Putin's brutal war of conquest, in response to uh, Alexei Navalny's death. This is the most extensive sanctions package since the war broke out, including measures against Russia's military-industrial complex, energy production, and its main credit card payment system, Mir, an alternative to Visa and MasterCard that cuts services in Russia. Kyiv is still standing. Ukraine is still free. And the people of Ukraine remain unbowed and unbroken in the face of Putin's vigorous onslaught. Around three dozen entities and individuals from various countries, including China and Vietnam, have also been sanctioned for their ties to businesses that provide materials to Russia's military. Alongside the White House announcement, the U.S. Commerce Department put 93 entities to its trade restriction list, including South Korea's Taesung Industrial Trading, which is accused of obtaining U.S.-made machine tools and parts for Russian users. The move comes in partnership with sanctions from the European Union, which targeted nearly 200 individuals and entities. Those involved in the shipping of North Korean weapons to Russia are sanctioned, including North Korea's defense minister and its missile general bureau. Kim Bomsu, KBS World Radio News. South Korean Foreign Minister Cho Tae-il expressed concerns over increasing military cooperation between North Korea and Russia amid the war in Ukraine. Attending the U.N. Security Council session Friday on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Joe warned that the military ties could not only aggravate the human suffering, but also help improve Pyongyang's ability to threaten security on the Korean peninsula. North Korean munitions and missiles have been sighted in Ukraine, which not only aggravates the human suffering, but also risks further escalating and prolonging the war in Ukraine. If and when it turns out to be the case, that North Korea receives in return, whether advanced military technology or oil shipments exceeding limits under Security Council resolutions, this would redound to North Korea's ability to threaten security on the Korean Peninsula and beyond. He said the Moscow-Pyongyang military collaboration constitutes unequivocal violations of multiple UNSC resolutions, calling on the Council to devise effective strategies and contain the situation.
It is the first time a South Korean foreign minister is attending a UNSC session since the country began its two-year non-permanent membership this year. Top nuclear envoys from the United States and China exchanged views on the situation surrounding the Korean Peninsula and North Korea and Russia's increasing military cooperation during a video conference on Thursday. According to the Chinese Foreign Ministry on Friday, Special Representative on Korean Peninsula Affairs Liu Xiaoming elaborated on Beijing's principles and position on the peninsula issue to senior U.S. official for the North, Chung Park. Liu said it is in the common interest of the region and the international community to maintain peace and stability on the peninsula and that the parties concerned should address each other's concerns in a balanced manner through meaningful dialogue. While Park said Washington values Beijing's role in addressing the peninsula issue, the two sides agreed to maintain contact on the matter and reportedly also stressed the need for all United Nations member states to fulfill their obligations and fully implement the U.N. sanctions regime on the north. You're now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. Trainee doctors' collective walkout in response to the government's plans to increase the quota for medical school admissions entered its fifth day on Saturday. Amid reports of delayed surgeries and other inconveniences to patients, the government has decided to expand telemedicine services and to operate public medical facilities on weekends and holidays. Emma Sparks reports. Trainee doctors' collective action in protest of the government's planned expansion of the medical school admissions quota continues to force hospitals to reduce the daily number of patient consultations and delay surgeries deemed less urgent. On Saturday, fewer than half of emergency room beds were available at three out of the so-called Big Five general hospitals in Seoul, namely Seoul National University Hospital, Severance Hospital and Seoul St. Mary's Hospital. As of Thursday night, over 8,800 trainee doctors had tendered their resignations, of which more than 7,800 had actually walked off the job. There had been 189 reports of damage caused by the collective action as of Thursday, such as the abrupt cancellations of surgeries or patient consultations. The government has decided to temporarily expand telemedicine consultations to include first-time patients and those receiving inpatient medical services. Consultation services at public medical facilities have been expanded on weekends and during holidays. Local governments are posting information on local facilities and clinics operating on weekends and during holidays on their websites, in a bid to convince those with minor symptoms to visit nearby clinics. Information on the accessibility of medical institutions with emergency rooms is available on emergency medical service portal sites and mobile apps. Emma Sparks, KBS World Radio News. Ticket sales for director Chang Ji-hyun's new paranormal thriller, Exuma, broke the one million mark on the third day since its release. According to film distributor Showbox, ticket sales surpassed one million as of Saturday morning following the film's release on Thursday. The movie broke the one million mark in the shortest period this year. Starring Che Min-sik, Kim Go-un, Yu Hye-jin, and Yi Do-hyun, Exuma is an occult mystery thriller about a team of two shamans, a feng shui expert, and a mortician as they exhume an ancestor's grave upon a request by a wealthy family. The state financial regulator is set to announce measures to address under-evaluation of South Korean companies and stocks next week. 
The Financial Services Commission is expected to put forth a program on raising the value of South Korean firms on Monday with the goal of tackling the Korea discount where local stocks constantly underperform compared to global peers. The program is forecast to focus on providing incentives to businesses to proactively seek ways to increase their corporate value, such as comparison disclosure of listed firms' major investment indices. Earlier, Finance Minister Choi Sang-mok said the government was mulling over various tax incentives aimed at promoting efforts toward shareholder returns. An exhibit will be held in Los Angeles marking the 105th anniversary of Korea's March 1st independence movement during Japan's colonial rule. According to the Korean Culture Center Los Angeles on Friday, the exhibit titled The Beginning of a Democratic Republic, Korean Provisional Government, will be held from February 29th until April 12th in partnership with the National Memorial of the Korean Provisional Government. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. This has been Daniel Chen. KBS World Radio.